of the Euphoria Health Podcast. For any new listeners out there, my name is Matt Sapala and I am your host. I am a qualified personal trainer and I'm currently studying a Bachelor of Health Science majoring in nutrition. I created this podcast to help lift the vibration of humanity by educating and inspiring people to lead a happier, healthier life. To my Melbourne friends, the light is at the end of the tunnel. We've had some positive news this week again with a further easing of restrictions after a few consecutive days of no new cases. I know it's been tough in ways that are unimaginable, but let's not forget to take the lessons we've learned from the forced slowdown and apply them to our new normal way of living. What I mean by that is to truly appreciate human connection. Let's put down the phones and let's go old school with human interaction. Let's slow down and prioritize the things that are serving us most. And last but not least, let's make sure we're being present and living in the moment because we saw how far some of our freedoms can be taken away from us. I'm extremely grateful for the lessons I've learned through this period, but boy, it's been tough and I cannot wait to be able to give people a big fat hug. The first one back will be the longest one ever. Back to the show, guys. I'm so fortunate to bring you this week's special guest. She's a nutritionist, a yogi, an author, and the owner of Lola Coffee. You would have guessed who I'm talking about by now, and it is none other than Lola Berry. Lola has built an incredible platform for herself in the nutrition space, featuring countless times on TV showing the world how incredible and and how important the realm of nutrition is. Today's chat wasn't about the ins and outs of nutrition as much, but we spoke about the wonderful brand her and her business partners have created called Lola Coffee. If you're sitting at home and you're wondering what Lola Coffee is, it is a unique blend of specialty grade instant coffee that has been ground up and mixed with medicinal mushroom, lion's mane, and there is a plethora of research to show how beneficial the medicinal mushroom lion's mane can be on cognitive function, and paired with coffee, it's um, a fantastic way to experience those benefits, especially if you're a coffee lover like myself. During the show, we unpacked Lola's journey and what got her to being the bubbly, vibrant, incredible individual she is today. It was just a short introduction from me, guys. I want you to get the most out of this episode. It was a pleasure chatting to you today, Lola. I hope you guys enjoy the show as much as I did, and I'll see you on the other side. Lola Berry, welcome to the Weekly Dose of Euphoria podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. I am um, pumped to be here, Matt. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited to have you on the show. You've created such an epic platform through the nutrition space for yourself, and I'm really, really grateful to have you on the show and pick your brain about everything nutrition-related, and in particular, medicinal mushrooms, which I know we're going to touch on later in the podcast. For my listeners at home, Lola, you explained your setup to me before. Let's paint the picture for what you're, what you're doing and where you are in the world at the moment. 
Well, right this, like taking that very literally right in this moment, I am sipping on medicinal mushrooms because that's one of the ingredients in my coffee that I know you've had before. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually, we're recording this, I'm in Torquay and in stage three lockdown. So not as hardcore as you. And I'm pretty much just doing what you're doing. I'm recording a lot of podcasts, working on, um, I'm in full-time school. I'm studying at the moment too. And then I'm kind of working on this secret project that i'm announcing on the weekend i'm not sure when this comes out when does this come out uh this will be about six weeks from now so what are we first week so mid-october so i can tell you then i can tell you what i'm doing spill the beans Um, i've just signed a book deal so i'm i'm also working on a manuscript oh my goodness amazing congratulations i've never said that on a podcast yet so you're the first (laughs) (laughs) i might release this this week just to (laughs) speak to (laughs) you Only joking. As long as it's after Sunday, you're okay. I know. Only kidding. How exciting. I'm so pumped to get into that as well. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited slash um, petrified, but excited (laughs) mainly. (laughs) Definitely have a lot on your plate at the moment, Lola. Thank you so much for making some time. Now, we touched on it before, Lola Coffee. I have had it before. Incredible. Love it. But I know we're going to get into all that later in the show, but talk to us a little bit about what life was like for Lola Berry growing up and paint the picture about how you got into this nutrition space. Yeah, well, I wasn't, I wasn't healthy at all growing up. Well, I mean, so my mum is so healthy. She's a nurse and she used to make us spirulina balls when we go to school. And that's like in the 90s. That's before spirulina was cool. Um, but I grew up healthy, but like when I, I, when I finished year 12, I went to drama school, lasted a year and a half, pulled out and became a DJ and makeup artist. And I was a full blown party animal. So not healthy at all. Um, and then I think I was like 20 and I just, I started thinking about like nutrition. I started a bachelor of health science, majoring in nutritional medicine And that was when I was like, wow, the foods that we eat can have such a huge impact, not just on the way that we look, which is how I initially got into it. I was like, oh, let's do a summer detox and shed that sneaky 5K. You know, like I I ended up going, oh my God, I sleep better. My skin's better. I feel better. I'm a nicer person. And that's kind of how I had my love for nutrition really come to life. I love it. Before we go any further, Lola, what was your DJ name? I'm curious. Oh my goodness. Of course you had to ask that. Um, So my real name is Lauren. My real name is Lauren Smith. And uh, I think you see my dad because he comes into the kind butcher, but, and he's Noel Smith. So um, my DJ name was Lauren Heaven. I know it sounds like a porn star name, (laughs) but that was my DJ name. And I had a friend I DJed with and we were a lot, we, he was a fashion designer. We were both blonde and he, he coined our joint DJ name as two dumb blondes. So you can imagine all the fun that we had together. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Sounds like carnage. (laughs) It's so fun though. I've got zero regrets. Like I'm so glad that I had that wild, um, that wild couple of years. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think it, like or you can obviously answer this one for us, Lola. It would have, you know, ignited that passion for health food and made you appreciate what this nutrition space can do to the body and how it makes you feel. Am I correct? Absolutely. Because you will know this as well. Like if you eat like something not great or you have a few vinos, you kind of have that kind of I think it's more of a sugar hangover than anything else or a sugar headache. But the amazing thing is when you eat really well or like I love intermittent fasting as well, when, you know, you 
kind of like nourish yourself, the body responds within 48 hours, like really well. Like you can feel, we're talking like night and day. You can feel, you know, as a woman, like really fluidy and heavy if you've eaten things that you're potentially got a bit of an adversity to like sugar or gluten. And then, you know, within 48 hours of kind of like, I call it like, you know, just like tightening the reins and eating like really nutrient dense food. You feel like a different person and you'll often look different too. It's very amazing. Absolutely. And if we dive deeper in that, there's a whole array of physiological responses that, that happens inside of our amazing human body from, you know, nourishing it with the right foods and obviously moving your body in the right way and doing all those things that fall under the holistic umbrella. So there's no doubt that um, your body responds in that exact way. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's the thing that I loved about studying nutrition. I was like, oh, wow, this is what it feels like to be vital and find homeostasis within the body and feel good. And I think I always bring it back to how do I feel? Because as a woman and working in media, you do get judged quite a lot on your aesthetics. And I think I all, my mantra is always like, but how do I feel? It doesn't really matter how I look to anyone out there because everyone's going to judge you anyway. How do I feel? And I always, that's kind of my own wellness little checkpoint. Yeah, absolutely love that. And I could not agree more, Lola. I'm studying uh, nutritional medicine as well, the same degree that you did at Endeavour. And, and just finding out how the body responds and, and all these different physiological effects that happen and, and then putting that into practice through your own life is just incredible. And, and I love that point that you raised there before about listening to how you feel. And I did a podcast, I think it was episode 40, don't quote, quote me on that, with a dude named Cully Dull. And he wrote a book and it's quite popular over in the States. And it's called, how do you want to feel or how to, how to feel something along those lines. And that's incredible. It's teaching people to do things for how you want to feel, not how you people judge you or how you want to look really get back to how you want to feel. Because at the end of the day, you know, you're living in your own skin and you, you know, you are the test dummy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think that that coming back to that sense of what feels vital or what feels good or what feels emotionally healthy, I think, that's going to be a more sustainable way for looking after your health and wellness on a very long-term kind of like cycle as opposed to how do I want to look? Do I want to look good at this wedding to piss off my ex-boyfriend or something like that? Like I've heard that line before, it'll look good in bikinis on the beach in the summer. It's like, well, that's not going to give you any kind of longevity. But if you bring it back to feeling, that can be a, a, a lifestyle that you can maintain for a very long period of time. Love it, Lola. I love where this conversation is heading. Now let's take a slight detour and head down the, the mushroom route. I know like people at home must be thinking mushrooms, like what is that that grows in the garden? How can we use that for medicine? Talk to us a little bit about what mushrooms are and, and what medicinal mushrooms are. It's so funny you say that because I've um, given, like when Lola Coffee came out, I, I remember I dropped it off to a lot of like influencers and PR people and, and I remember handing them this and being like, okay, so it's specialty grade instant coffee with medicinal mushroom lion's mane in there. And someone said, how do, how do people harvest lion's mane? Like, do you literally cut it off a lion? And I was like, what? <laughs> and they literally thought it was the mane of a lion, i.e. the jungle animal. <laughs> and so lion's mane is very different to that. It's actually a fungi, a, a mushroom. And my, my naturopath friend said, it looks like giant white furry 
caveman testicles. That's what he thinks it looks like. But it's really, it's not attractive to look at. It looks like a really, I think it looks almost like one of those big white shaggy dogs, you know, with the the really kind of like um, the Dulux dogs, like the paint dogs that have got that really shaggy white fur. Um, and it just grows, you know, off the side of trees and whatnot. Um, and it's really great for cognitive function so i tell people have you seen the bradley cooper movie limitless and people are usually like oh where he takes that pill and his access is more of his brain and i'm like that's kind of where the nootropic medicinal mushrooms come from without the gnarly side effects and and i think on a much um, more subtle um kind of frequency but i'm really passionate about lion's mane i also sometimes delve into taking some reishi which is considered one of the you know kings of medicinal mushroom and then there's also chaga there's so many that you can take but lion's mane is one i'm most i guess have a nice relationship a daily relationship with because i take it every day in my coffee and the best bit is and this is the most common question we get asked is does it impart flavor? It doesn't impart any flavor on the coffee. Sometimes when you open a sachet, you'll smell it, but the moment you add hot water, that goes. I love it. And I particularly love that picture that you painted for us early where <laughs> when you're talking about the caveman and then the dogs, incredible. So, so good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely incredible. Guys, go Google image that just to, you know, settle the, settle the brain from going on a phenomenal tangent. <laughs> now, I'm so, so excited about medicinal mushrooms and it's gaining a lot of traction at the moment. And, and I guess where I'm heading with this is, is what does the research say about the use of medicinal mushrooms? Can anyone sort of use it? Like, is there specific users that you have you know to cure illness or is it more from a preventative approach oh great question you so we get a lot of questions about um lion's mane and lower coffee and can i have this if i'm pregnant can i have this if i'm on antidepressive drugs you know like and i'll always always say you have to like if humans we're so varying and we're so different and I'll, my response is all, and it sounds like a blanket statement but i'll always be like work with your practitioner on this, work with someone that knows your pathology, that knows your bloods, that understands if you're on, a, you know, an SSRI, you probably don't want to be messing with brain chemistry, you know, like, so for me, like, uh, as far as the more like clinical research side of things, yes, there is a truckload of research done specifically on lion's mane and the brain. Um, and a lot on like preventative, preventative aspects with Alzheimer's and then, you know, memory function, cognitive function, all of that jazz. I mean, you can just straight away, like you were just saying, like Google straight away, like PubMed, Lion's Mane, clinical research, and you're going to get a whole host of stuff show up just like you would have five years ago about fish oil and the effect that it has on mood. And so, um, yeah, that's about all I know. All I know is there's a shit ton of research out there and with Lion's Mane, it's specifically to cognitive function. Yeah, really, really important that I guess we, we touched on that, Lola, because in, in this space, you know, obviously being involved in, in the nutritional medicine, the naturopath, the naturopath, well, I can't even say this, naturopathic realm, everyone is, you know, looking for evidence to back up what they're saying. And we live in, you know, a very lucky country where all of our medicine is regulated in Australia. So I think it's really important that we touch on that. Now, I want to dive deep into Lions Man. You painted the picture for us before. How do we use it? Where is it grown? And what are some of the more, you know, in-depth benefits that you spoke about before you spoke about it it helps with your cognitive function talk to us a little bit more about that yeah so it does look like a shaggy dog or um caveman's balls and grows off trees in like 
the, like the we get ours so we source ours it is wild crafted which basically means like literally like it's because people go oh you know is yours organic and I'm like well no it's actually like way better than that because people literally pretty much forage for it in its natural environment and there's less of an impact on on the environment as a result of it so it's called wild harvested and as a result you know it, it kind of like gives back to mother nature that way or has less of an impact on mother nature which is why we chose to go down that kind of route as far as getting really, really specific about lion's mane, like it honestly, for, for everything that I've researched, everything that I've um, looked at, it's re- meant to be really good for, you know, when you wake up in the morning or um, you're like, all right, I need to do my emails and you're just foggy. You've got that morning cloud. It's meant to be really great for lifting that morning cloud, which is why it really has become started. I don't know why I'm trying to, can't say the word S right now, but um <laughs> it's become part of my morning ritual and it's kind of like a non-negotiable. So it's really good for lifting that mental fog. And the reason I want to talk to that is because we all feel that on a regular basis. If we're not, you know, for me, like I had a little bit of sneaky sugar yesterday and I woke up this morning and I said to my boyfriend, I've got a sugar headache, a sugar hangover. And like, so straight away I was like, all right, what am I going to do to get that lift that cloud? And it was of course my coffee, because that also helps. Um, with the lion's mane. It's obviously helping you think a bit clearer, being a bit sharper on your feet. And I guess, you know, paired with coffee also does help that as well. Yeah, I love that you just said sharper. As you said that, I was like, oh, and I'll have another sip of my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) For me, as um, from a career perspective and as someone that's like pretty much self-employed, uh, being sharp is really important to me and, and cramming as much as I can in a day is really important for me because you've got to hold yourself accountable when it comes to work. Like books don't write themselves. You've got to work pretty hard and you would know podcasts. You've got to research your guests. Like today um, I'm recording three podcasts this week and I'm interviewing people, but today I was like, oh, put your feet up, lols. You're just being interviewed. It's so much easier to be an interviewee as opposed to, interviewing someone because you've got to dive deep. You've got to research your guests, you know? And so for me, staying sharp is really important for me. I don't want to miss something when I'm researching a guest. I don't want to, you know, forget uh, something I want to touch on in a chapter in a book. It's just, that's for me where I love taking nootropics and medicinal mushrooms. Yeah. Love it, Lola. And I guess, a question that is probably burning on most of the people's, you know, brains at the moment is how is it prescribed in doses in, as well as obviously in Lola coffee? What are some other ways that people consume this mushroom? Yeah, so my naturopath first prescribed it to me probably, I want to say three years ago now, maybe three and a half, four years ago. And I was just, I'd pick it up from the health food store powdered. It often comes powdered, not so much always now. Now it also comes in liquid form out of Byron Bay, I'm pretty sure. And you can get um, like cognitive function, medicinal mushrooms in tablets as well. Um, But powdered form is considered one of the most bioavailable as far as I'm aware. Don't hold me to that. Um, so I used to pick up a big, and the re- this is the reason why Lola Coffee exists. I used to pick up a bag of this dried, funky smelling mushroom from my local health food store in Melbourne where my naturopath was and I'd get it and then I'd just take it home and mix it into my coffee. And I used to even in 
there was this coffee shop I loved in South Melbourne because I used to own a smoothie bar in South Melbourne. I'd always order my long black and sit there and stir through my lion's mane. They, the baristas would look at me in not disgust but disapproval because the coffee was so delicious. And I was like, I promise, guys, it doesn't impart flavour. And they're like, that smells like Vegemite, Lola. What are you doing? But it, it really tasted um, like it, it's very tasteless. You don't Once it's in the coffee, you're fine. And I took, used to, when I started dating my boyfriend, who's also on Matt, but I call him Bosso. So we'll call him Bosso for the rest of this because <laughs> I don't want to get confused. But um, I used, when I first started dating Bosso, I'd go over to his house and take my little bag of limes made with me. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's Italian. So he'd have the stovetop, the delicious stovetop coffee always waiting for me. And he'd pour me the coffee and I'd mix through a teaspoon of lion's mane and, and he said, we should really make a product. And that's how we Lola coffee was birthed basically. So we we're in that together with an, a third business partner called Rob. Absolutely incredible. I love that, you know, <laughs> trying to disguise the taste and the smell of the mushrooms and look what you've created. Absolutely epic. And you touched on it before coffee is, you know, literally liquid gold. And we are so lucky to live in Melbourne where we are the yeah. coffee capital of the world. I'm going to say having coffee in other countries and, you know, interstate and stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure Melbourne's got them covered from a personal perspective, but I guess what happens when we consume coffee and why is it so beneficial for us? I'm so glad you asked this because I was texting my naturopath last night and he said to me, um, he goes, the issue he's got with caffeine is that it gives him stimulation, but it's very physical. So it's really good to have before you go for a run or work out at the gym. He goes, it doesn't give me cognitive stimulation. And I was like, oh my goodness, I've never thought of that because I always have my coffee with lion's mane. I'm able to access cognitive stimulation because I have the two coupled together. But I also won't do my morning exercise until I've had coffee. So it's interesting that you asked that. Literally, we were at about 10 p.m. last night back and forth. And he's like, he goes, oh, you know, I don't have the cognitive stimulation that I really want from caffeine to do my tax, he said to me. He said, I, I need something for cognition. I was like, that's where the lion's mane comes in. So, I mean, you would know so much about caffeine as well. I love it. Um, I only started drinking coffee when I, I'm 34 now, and I only started drinking coffee when I was 31. And that's when I had the Smoothie Bar Happy Place and my business partner um, also owned St. Ali, which is kind of one of the Melbourne og coffee houses and yeah really well renowned yeah and he i was at his house having a meeting i lived in sydney at the time so i just fly down for like meetings and and we were chatting and i said oh yeah i i've never had coffee in my life and he was he was mortified and made me one on the spot (laughs) and that was that was the beginning of that love affair with coffee and I haven't stopped drinking it since. I'm absolutely addicted to coffee. I, you know, I can, I can go without it. I just love the taste and I'm lucky enough to live about two Ks away from this incredible roaster roasting warehouse in Airport West. There's also one in North Melbourne and, and their beans are oh, just incredible. And what I'm, are they called? Give them a shout out. They're called Roasting Warehouse. That's the name of it. And oh, cool. oh, the beans that I've got at the moment are the Early Bird Blend and the Evolve Blend. So if you guys yeah. are into your coffee, definitely give those a shot and yeah just incredible I I love the taste and obviously we can chat for days about coffee and all the (laughs) 
the aromas and the scents and things it gets. But yeah, like obviously they're rich in polyphenols, which is a great antioxidant. So really, really good for, you know, detoxifying the body and obviously um, cleaning the shit out for lack of a better term and helping your body do so. Um, I've been doing a lot of research lately into like the RDIs for coffee and because, you know, I'm addicted to coffee. Um, can go without, but addicted to the taste. And I've been looking, you know, is it really good to have four to six cups of coffee per day? And I guess, you know, there's a lot of mixed evidence out there, but the latest article that I read, read I'll put that in the show notes for you guys, says um, between three and five is is optimal if you wow. can do coffee. But obviously if you, you know, if, you, if you're experiencing some anxious effects of that, you get a bit jittery, then probably lean to more the, the cautious side, the lower end of that. And obviously that's not telling people to go out and have coffee if you're not used to having it. But um, yeah, that was just that article there. And it'd be interesting for you guys to have a read and decide for yourself as well. And I think, you know, knowing about caffeine and the potential to boost and inhibit absorption of nutrients, does lion's mane and caffeine combined together inhibit the absorption of the nutrients? Great question. One thing I love that you mentioned, I'm so glad you mentioned the polyphenols because people think, oh, yeah, coffee's really high in antioxidants, but we're heating it. Like you boil your kettle, it's also roasted. And it's the one thing that we consume that's really high in antioxidants that heat won't affect, which is really cool to know. So, yes, you're still getting a shit ton of antioxidants, even though the coffee is heated. Just for people listening that are like, oh, my coffee is like everyone says it's high in antioxidants. It's actually anti-aging. There's a lot of studies done on coffee having a long, and people that are coffee drinkers having a longer lifespan as well very cool i could go I, you just triggered all these these old memories in my thanks to the lion's mane that have all just been <laughs> coming back um but yeah we have read that caffeine can it can bind with minerals so caffeine it doesn't necessarily bind with every single nutrient it, it's mainly minerals that it binds to so sure if you're taking your mineral supplement at the exact same time you might have an issue but no, a lion's mane, and there are so many other companies out there. The lion's mane and the coffee together, it's happy days. They're like best mates. It's meant to be. Yeah, love it. That's a really, really good point to touch on. I guess once you dive deeper into the, the coffee realm, it can inhibit, you know, absorption of iron and, and vitamin C and things like that. So obviously watching the an hour either side. I've absolutely felt the effect of having lions. And that's the other thing for people listening uh, that have never tried lion's mane. They're like, that's it. I'm going down my health food store. I'm going to buy some lion's mane. The first time you have it in your coffee, you're going to feel a little bit jacked up. Don't let that turn you off. It's just the first time. The body hasn't had it before. It does feel a little bit like, oh, wow, what? I feel quite alert, you know. It only happens the first couple of times. And that happened to me, my naturopath and friends that I'd kind of warned about that feeling. I kind of miss it, to be honest with you. But it that normal, like the body gets so used to that and that really normalizes. And unless you're only having it once a week, you're not going to feel that again. But yeah, that's good that you told me about the C and iron. I didn't know that. I've got no, I've got no qualms with having lion's mane with coffee from a, you know, 
absorption perspective. But I'll link you the study. Have a read of it. It's yeah, quite, quite interesting. I would you're love not, that. I'll have it in the show notes for you guys as well. We're going on this science tangent. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lola, you mentioned before about the introduction into Lola Coffee, how it almost happened accidentally. Talk to us a little bit about the early stages of that and how, and I guess for small business owners out there going through a tough period at the moment during stage four restrictions and people, you know, on the other end of the spectrum with more with an abundance of time looking to start a little side hustle or start a little business, can you sort of talk to us a little bit about those challenges early days of starting up this, um, this amazing company? Oh yeah. I mean, there's so many challenges. <laughs> it's not like, Oh, pretty gold packaging, pretty pink box. It's not, it's, it's really um, like a day, a daily kind of grind you're you're hitting a lot of roadblocks all the time and although we don't post about them on instagram you're absolutely hitting them and that goes for any career though like same for my own career same for my own podcast like you probably felt this with podcasting you know like it's different doing it online and um you know you're at the mercy of a good internet connection and it changes like interviewing someone in person versus online and so like, I think for any career and anyone out there listening that wants to start their own business or, um, you know, t- take a new avenue or have a side hustle, it's going to be hard. I don't want to say it's going to be peaches and cream. I also don't want to sound like a negative Nancy, but it's not easy. Um, I had a smoothie bar for three and a half years and it was just bleeding money every winter, every summer it'd be so busy that it was so hard to keep up. And then the winters it'd be empty because Melbourne is like Siberia and no one wants a smoothie in the winter. Um, And, you know, I just think anybody that's listening, yeah, that wants their own business or something, figure out, and we've all seen this, that that famous, I think it's Simon Sinek um, quote, like figure out why you're doing it. You know, I often say to people, is it because you want to be Insta famous because then you need a, not do it um is it because you know is it for validation is it because you want to be rich what is it like figure out why you're doing because it should come down to you wanting to provide a service to people or help people i believe and i think that that like the goal of your podcast might be to educate people or to help people or to inspire people and that's good that's that's sturdy for me so yeah, I mean, like, as far as the hurdles with Lola Coffee, I mean, there's heaps. I don't know where to start. We had one today where Instagram blocked us attaching our product to our Instagram page, which is how we get a lot of sales. So that was fun and we don't know why. So that was just literally an hour before this podcast. So there's, and that'll be sorted in a couple of days, I'm sure. But yeah, there's always hurdles and I don't think the hurdles go away. They just make you sharper because you get really good at navigating them. Yeah, definitely. I guess, you know, having my personal training business for almost five years now and, and having the podcast for, I think this is my third year, the the days are merging into one, so I can't quite remember. But yeah, you, your why has to be so strong. And I really resonate with that, Lola, that, you know, that there's going to be tough times, there's going to be ups and downs. And, and it's, it's different to just a job where you can walk away from it and go home and, you know, like pack it up on a Friday afternoon and go back to it Monday. It goes with you. And I guess, that opens up a whole different realm about self-care and all those other things, which I think you learn as you go. But yeah, like your why has to be so, so strong. And my why is obviously helping people and helping people unlock their true potential and really help them thrive as human beings. And I think that's what, you know, gets me through those difficult times. But for someone that is 
thinking about where to start with their why, how would, what is one bit of advice that you would give to them being through everything that you've been, how did you develop your why? Yeah, I get this question heaps and I always say, what do you do? Like, what are you doing when time stops? Like, when are you doing something that you love so friggin' much that you lose track of time? And then I say, just do more of that. And for some people, that's yoga. For some people, that's, you know, reading. It, can, it doesn't matter what it is, but you've got to have that sense. In yoga, the word is dharma. You've got to have that sense of purpose. And when you have that sense of like, this is my calling, this is my purpose, the, the roadblocks, the stumbles, the tough days, they don't really matter. They're nothing more than a gift or a lesson. So, yeah, I would say do more of the shit you love because it will lead you in the right direction. Your heart never leads you astray. Yeah, I love that. And I guess, you know, if it's serving you the things that you love doing when time stops, if it's serving you and making you grow as a person, you cannot go wrong, like you said. 100%. 100%. It, it's honestly like my career's like changed and taken twists and turns and different forms i'm now studying acting full-time and you know it, like and people are like oh my god you're in your mid-30s and you're doing a full-time degree and that might change or affect your career and i'm like hell yeah i am because i'm listening to my purpose and i also love to grow and my my mantra of lockdown has been how smart can i get <laughs> so i've been trying to read like two books a week and really nerdy stuff and and I think studying acting is actually so much more about human behavior and psychology. It's, it's really cool. Like you learn so much about your own limitations. Like for me, studying full time, I have to put three off the book things up a week. So they'll send you a script usually on a Wednesday or Thursday. And the following Tuesday, you have to be off book with that script. That sounds fine, but when you're doing three of them, you're like, oh, my God, and writing a manuscript, you're like, oh, my God, it gets really overwhelming. And that's where I come back to this theme of sharpness. Like, in order to juggle that, you need to be sharp, you need to be clear, you need to kind of take no prisoners. And I know I'm talking like a bit of a wolf, and I do describe myself to my family members. They're like, oh, you know, you know, you want to, like, socialise or do you miss partying or do you miss going out to cafes? I'm like, nah. I love being on my own. I love working hard on a passion. I love, even in acting school, there's a sense of ensemble and I'll always generally be the loner because I just, I know my work ethic is, is pretty darn good and I don't want to jeopardise that by slowing down. And so I, I, I love, yeah, I love being sharp. You can probably tell. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely love it. It's so inspiring to see, you know, you unlocking your and living into your potential. It's incredible. And, and the reach and the influence that you've had on so many people is just so inspiring, Lola. So I tip my hat to you. Well done. Oh, dude, right back at you. I didn't know that you've been doing the pod for three years. You're doing better than me. I'm up to season five of mine and I'm like, good work, Lols. And I'm, but you're, yeah, you're way ahead of me. <laughs> I love it. I'm trying to capitalise on this lockdown period. I think I've got 20 podcasts booked over the next two weeks. So really trying to maximise that time. And yeah, I love it. The, the connections that I've made through this show, um, the information that I've grasped, it's just been amazing. And, and, Applying that to my degree as well, hearing, you know, bits and pieces. I was saying to my girlfriend last night, like I did a podcast two months ago, re-listened to it today. And then I realized, holy crap, I learned that in uni, like last year. And it's just coming back to me. So like 
absorbing that information is just incredible. And I'm, I'm really grateful that, um, that my mentor encouraged me, Dale, you're a legend, mate. Shout out to you. Encourage me to, um, to start a podcast. Now, Lola, you are an absolute wealth of knowledge. You've written a plethora of different health and wellness books. You've been on television, spreading an important message with this health and wellness space. I'm curious to see what drives you each and every day to get out of bed. Oh, another good question. I think it's that word dharma, like like purpose. I think uh, I do well with a big workload. Like I've, I need to feel uh, like I'm achieving. There's probably a messed up psychological reason for that, by the way. I'll ask my therapist next week. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's one thing that I work on consistently and that is therapy as well. I'd love to just mention mental health and I see a therapist once a week and it's my non-negotiable and that is my secret to success because when you can unpack and process things with a therapist that's a professional that's non-biased you get out of your own way pretty darn quick and you learn your blind spots so fast and the power of learning your blind spots means you know your weaknesses and you can either a work on them or work around them but usually you want to work on them i think um and for me like getting up every day like and i said this to my i had my therapy session yesterday and i said to him my workload's so big at the moment. I said I um, forfeited my morning run to learn lines. And he goes, but why would you do that? And I go, well, because I've, I've got school tonight and I have to have two massive pieces learnt. And he's like, yeah, but if you're in your bliss, he's like, you know that you need to go for your runs because that's your meditation time. So for you to be better tonight, you need to have spent time out in nature today. And, and it was just really cool because he caught me straight away because I can fall into that kind of like, oh, my God, I need to get so much done. I'm just going to kind of like work myself to the point of burnout. Whereas he's like, he said, your nature time, that's your medicine. That's your healing. That's your, you know. So for me, what kind of drives me is like that sense of purpose and that sense of, excitement i'm a planner i'm a virgo it's my birthday very soon um and i like i've got next to me as i sip on the coffee i've got my green juice got my water bottle but i've got my list for the day and i tick off everything as i've as i've done it so like for me i'm a big list person i've also got lists for the next 12 months and then i've got my mega goals like my dream goals that you would laugh at if i told you because they're so huge and I will always come back to the mega goal and then I'll work on my like month goals and then I'll work on my like six month goal and it makes things feel really achievable and big dreams feel really achievable too. I could not agree more there, Lola. I, I love how you touched on going to seek um, guidance from an objective point of view. I think that's so, so crucial. And through the past sort of three or four months, I've been doing a lot of um, self-development with a life coach, um, Shanna Kennedy. If you're listening, you are a legend. You've helped me so much. So I appreciate that. And I actually got to interview her on the podcast a few episodes back. And guys, if you're looking for the tips on how to unlock your purpose, go give that one a listen get a notepad, write it down. It is an absolute must. I, I can't tell you how much feedback I've gotten from that episode. It's just incredible. But steering back into the line I was getting through, it's it's amazing being able to bounce ideas off and, and really see if your ideas are lining into your values. And as 
lining into your purpose and what you truly want to achieve. And I think, you know, if that comes from a therapist, a life coach, or, you know, a distant person that, you know, you can confide with that has an objective point of view, I think you can't go wrong. And that's a great bit of advice, Ola. Oh, hundred percent. I'm so glad to hear you've got a life coach. Yeah, hundred percent. It's my non-negotiable. My boyfriend has a therapist as well, makes our relationship so pure and clear and honest and yeah no no no. i can't speak highly i've had a therapist consistently for three and a half years now and i mark my mark my words i will i reckon that when i look back in even 10 years time that'll be the turning point of my life and career i'd say could not agree more, Lola. Now, I've just realized that we haven't even spoken about where you can buy Lola coffee and how you actually take it or how easy it is to consume. It's not like getting a, a $5,000 coffee machine and putting it through the beans. Talk to us a bit about how you consume it and where you can buy it. Well, of course, you can buy it at Kind Butcher in Union Road, Ascot Vale. It's really easy to get online as well. We just sell it um, you know, via Shopify online at our website, which is lolacoffee.com. My boyfriend is sitting opposite me, nodding at me with a smile. So I'm obviously saying everything right. But um, <laughs> the way to consume it, it's it's already made instant. Don't worry about the instant because often we know instant's really bad because they use anti-caking agents, anti-moldy agents, and a shit ton of nasty chemicals. There's nothing nasty in this. We literally get the beans roasted in Melbourne. It then gets freeze dried and that's where it becomes instant. So no chemicals are used. And then to that, we get um, the lion's mane blended through the mix. And then it's in a sachet, comes in a 10 pack in the box. And then you just add hot water, Bob's your uncle. Love it. I guess everyone at home is wondering how you take your, your Lola coffee. I love black coffee. I've always been a black coffee girl. Uh, I love French press plunger coffee too. I'm a bit like you. I'm a bit of a coffee snob. I order my coffee from Melbourne to get sent to me in Torquay when I'm not having Lola coffee. So I'm a coffee girl, but I love it black as is. Matt, my boyfriend, loves it with a dash of oat milk. It's quite nice with coconut milk as well. Any plant-based milk, it's really nice with um, macadamia nut milk. It's great with. And then I've done Bulletproof like coffees with it as well. So that's like the Dave Asprey style of coffee. If you haven't done Bulletproof coffee before, it is really filling and it can go through you. So just be aware if you're going to go down the bulletproof path. Yeah, definitely. Very, very versatile. Love it. Now, Lola, coming to the end of the podcast, I've got a few sort of rapid fire questions for oh, you. Oh, yes. Um, I love this. You've probably <laughs> answered these throughout the podcast, but first okay. one, really, really straightforward, coffee or tea? Coffee. Sweet or savoury? Sweet. <laughs> nice. Live forever or die tomorrow? Oh my God, that is hard. I mean, we're all about longevity at the moment. Oh shit, shit, shit. Uh, live forever. Live forever. I like it. I, that one always stumps a lot of people. I was, I was speaking to my girlfriend about when I was planning these questions to ask and she's like, I don't even know what I'd say. I'm like, well, you know, if you die today, you know, like you're done, you're finished. But if you live forever, you see everyone else around you pass away and it's quite lonely, but yeah, it's a... But if you see Twilight... Like the vampires are pretty good. Like they've got a pretty good life, even though they're like 173. <laughs> so <sad. laughs> Love that. Love that. This next one's just equally as hard. Would you rather be stranded in the middle of the ocean on a boat or in a forest? 
Oh, forest. I love forests. Yeah, I'm much the same, I think. <laughs> one meal for the rest of life, what would it be? Apple crumble. Nice one. Describe yourself in one word. Loyal. Would you rather have two noses or no thumbs? Two noses. Give me two schnozzes. Extra sense of smell. And what legacy do you want to leave behind? Be true, just to be true. Love it. Lola, thank you so much for your time today. It's been incredible picking your brain and having you know, such a fluent and open conversation. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks so much for your time. Oh, I've loved being on, dude. A lot of fun. And um, I can't wait to hear it back. Yeah, definitely. So good. Have a good day, guys. Wow, what a whirlwind experience that was. Lola, thank you so much for unpacking the life behind Lola Coffee and all of the wonderful health benefits. Guys, there are direct links in the show notes for where you can head over and purchase your Lola Coffee packets. Lola, thank you so much for your time. You are an incredibly influential person and you are kicking goals, my friend, so thank you so much. Guys, if you're wanting to support the show, head on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the podcast. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the absolute world. Thanks so much for tuning in, folks. I've got another episode dropping this Friday with... DJ Tiger Lily, which I'm so stoked for. Have a great week, friends, and I'll see you next time on the Foria Health Podcast.